It's good to find dolls. It is now past midnight. Tapping into the Venusian divine feminine energy that comes with Fridays. Perfect time to get your hair done, nails done, exfoliate, you know, take that luxurious bath. So super excited. Great way to end a powerful week. Um, hope you took advantage of the persuasion tactics on Wednesday. Wednesday's a great day for communication. But let me give you what you came here for. So we've been talking a little bit about, you know, strategy, the Black Queen chess. Um, and so um, I mentioned a while back that I wanted to talk about Venus, I mean, about Athena, which is the goddess of war and wisdom. And as I'm, I'm learning myself, and I want you to get the messages within the messages, and that's why I say I'm baby oracle, because I know that I have to give myself a strict regimented curriculum to, to be able to be a fully embodied oracle. And that means I have to learn to master the arts and the sciences and social intelligence, emotional intelligence, tactics of war, different strategies, right? Um, but in the process of even though I know myself, I'm learning myself even better. And um, I got the information and I know what it's like to work within a 30 minute time constraint. And my mind just short, short circuited. It really did. Right. And now I know what that energy feels like or what the problem is and how to pinpoint it quicker so that I can get the messages out to you. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, I remember I was just like, I want to give out the message, but I just, I was like, I can't do it in 30 minutes, but it's just those reminders that, you know, this message is going to be short. I've, I've taken a sneak peek in terms of opening to the, where we're going to learn about Athena for today, but it's just short. It's, it's, um, bite-sized, perfect, right? Perfect for divine feminines. (laughs) I do love my food, but it's something about eating our food daintily, right? In little bite-sized pieces and chewing it and enjoying it. And a lot of that has to do with assimilating the nutrients that we need for that day. Um, There's studies that show that when you gulp down your food and you don't chew it and process it and digest it, not only does it kind of like disfigure your body a little bit, makes your body have to work a little bit harder to break down the food. um, But yeah, you kind of miss out on on the, the enjoyment of it. So this is going to be bite size. Um, and with that being said, it's actually going to be much more enriching because it's going to be instead of a one dose vitamin, it's going to be a multivitamin. We're going to have, um, I already saw some, some even more um, exciting things about um, Athena. And so we will be exploring her throughout the year. We're going to be superimposing what it means for divine feminine energy in strategy, war, wisdom. Um, some of the other models that I look forward to superimposing, you know, divine feminine energy on is, you know, the Black Queen on the chessboard and also um, Lean Six Sigma. I know, sounds 
like a lot. It is a lot. I took it. I um, got the free download of the book for those of you who've been with me on the journey. And when I tell you that is some intense strategy, it is excellent for entrepreneurship, but I see that we also can use it in the black community in terms of the, the politics. And um, we have some power players and including myself have downplayed or misunderstood, you know, the role of the white belt, the black belt, the, um, the detective, the, um, the doctor and the mechanic. So you want to stay tuned for that. And I promise you, you know, this is about pretty power and you're going to be able to not only use it in your relationships, but also um, at work. And it's also going to help us, I believe, in um, the progression of the black community and some of the things that we need to accomplish politically. Um, so super excited about that. Now, as I'm opening the, the guidebook here, I am pulling from the Goddess Power Oracle um, by Colette Baron-Reed. And um, it's a 52-card deck and guidebook. So with that being said, um, I also have another deck that's called um, the Divine Feminine Oracle. That one's a 53-card deck and and guidebook for embodying love. And so as I was looking through them, I think that maybe we're, we are gonna, I'm, I'm comfortable with actually maybe pulling a message a day. The messages are so sweet and short and to the point. And, um, I feel comfortable with, you know, um, doing those and we'll, kind of figure out how to use those. I would like to envision each of those as um, bows for bows of arrow, right? Every divine feminine that we're going to study and card that I pull moving forward is going to be either your shield or your sword or your helmet or your breastplate or your, you know, your guards or your spears or stuff like that, that are going to equip and empower you in your femininity. And like I said, as you're going from day to day. So wanted to let you know which deck I'm pulling from. As you can see on the thumbnail, the picture of Athena has to do with knowledge, right? And there she has the owl on her. And one of the things I learned and what I love about what this artist did is that um, in in the little research that I've done up until this point, sometimes um, she's supposed to have gray eyes. And I love it because when we talk about the chessboard, I've kind of talked about how we have some very black and white issues. Either it's it's for or against, um, you know, light or or black, um, but very much structured, right? Um, but one of the things that I love about what the gray for her eyes and the symbolism of what that means is that she sees the gray areas and she's able to blur those lines, right? But um, part about the thing about war and strategy is you've the thing about the queen that I will say this on the chessboard is she moves any and everywhere. And that's her strength. And that's the great eyes. That's her vision. That's how she should see things. We live in a black and white world, you know, um, but the divine feminine can move anywhere. And that's where the great vision of how she sees things comes in, right? That's how I'm going to interpret it. Now, the beautiful thing about what this artist did, and I'm not sure if you're going to be able to see it in the thumbnail, 
but um, they actually made her eyes look like the owl, um, the golden honey brown. Now, the reason that they did that, and, and for those of you who have been with me on this journey, I used to close out my oracles by saying, um, I'm charging you with light and black light because black light illuminates the invisible. And one of the things about the owl and its eyes it, that it can see is that it can see, I'm so excited, I'm starting to sound like a little funny, right? Um, is that it can see in the dark. Now, that is so deep that um, even though I just got that information, usually I can assimilate it, but that's something that's like so sweet, like honey, that I have to let that sit. What does it mean to see in the dark? And so then, you know, right off the bat, I'm kind of thinking like maybe it has to do with sometimes with divine feminines, you know, when you watch these um, sensei sword people, right, and they're fighting and they're blindfolded. Now you have to listen for the footsteps and you have to hear for, you know, you feel the hair on your arms when somebody brushes past you and you kind of tap into your sixth sense of how many people came in the room and who would be behind you and above you and and you start to tap into all of your extrasensory factories, right? Seeing in the dark. And the, the other thing too that is so beautiful, I think to me is, you know, you're not always going to see what's in front of you. We've talked a lot about how people show their hand and um, sometimes you're going to be attacked in darkness. Sometimes you're in dark situations. I think that with the black community, we're, we are um, in the midnight, in the dark of the night where things seem so dark. And I want to believe that the dawn is coming, right? And so what tactics do we use now that, you know, we have to attack the darkness of, of the issues that are around us, right? The, the political landscape, the systematic landscape, right? And the things that are coming at us. What's the wisdom and the strategy that we need to see in this darkness that's going to help to get us through, right? Um, we got the number five on there. Absolutely love that. Um, and and this is the thing. I was going to say it, but this is beautiful for the timing. Um, six is a, is a divine feminine number, okay? Okay. <laughs> But, and you're like, but sis, this is not a six. I know it's not a six. It's a five. Five is about change, right? Constant change. You know, talk about um, with the Black Queen movement. And if there's anything that we know about strategy and war, you've got to move. I think that a lot of us have been stagnant um, and, and staying on our square and not making power moves. And so that number five tells me about, you've got to move, we've got to make a change for you to, to thrive in the darkness and under the attack of, of whatever we're going through, we've got to change. The funny thing is, and why I'm kind of giggling a little bit is, um, it, this part resonates with me, but one of the unique things about Athena is she wasn't really like a sucker for love. Um, she got a little temptatuous um, or kind of a little bit through a little bit of a temper tantrum when there's, and I look forward to exploring the stories more, but basically um, 
it, we had a Kevin Samuels in the Greek mythology mix, and um, and true to form, the the goddess women that there were three goddess women uh, that had come to um, a couple of the Greek gods and the, um, asked him to rate them, right? And the wise God, right? The wise divine masculine emphasis on the wise divine masculine the wise god okay these three women came and asked him to rate them cannot make this stuff up greek mythology we're going to talk about it and he said he he recused himself from the situation and passed it on to one of the younger <laughs> masculines and we're going to talk about that because i won't be able to tackle all of it but you're going to want to stay tuned for that because at the end of the day, he he um, didn't have the wisdom to understand what he was up against, but he also fumbled the bag, right? When you talk about, yeah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. You cannot make this stuff up. But um, he, he fumbled the bag. Um, and so that was one of her engagements with with divine masculines but it wasn't so much that from what i understand so far she wasn't so much thinking from her heart um she was more about logic and strategy and could be a little bit cold um but um was always there to champion the hero in terms of courage and strength and and kind of being that whisper of wisdom um but uh, I just laugh because she wasn't a six. She wasn't a person that led with her heart. She was a person that's right before you get to the feminine, which is going to be interesting to see what six means in this goddess power deck and what it means in other cards and other spaces. Um, but yeah, she's not quite at the level of deleting with her heart. Um, I just thought that was interesting. Um, so yeah, now let's get into the guidebook. So in the guidebook here, and again, this was written by, um, illustrated by Jenna Della Gotaglia. I also want to just slip in a little note here. We do need more, um, you know, black men and women that are artists for these um, tarot cards and oracle cards i would love to um collaborate at some point i think after the three-year mark and i you know um start to learn the cards a little bit more but i would love to see more of the you know black divine feminine with the curly hair and the honey eyes and the melanin skin tones and a little bit more of that so but um, the illustration here, and, and so not to take away from what she's done, I the cards are beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But um, would love to see like the curly, Afro textured here. That's just my thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, who knows that that's for somebody, right? So as I'm turning to the guidebook, um, it does here does say here, and I'm not sure if you'll see it on the thumbnail. I prefer to focus on the top of the picture. Um, but from experience, I've noticed that I'm not able to get the full Oracle card on there. So it, it at the bottom of, of the card, it does say Athena and knowledge. But um, yeah, 
just wanting to make sure you're seeing what I'm seeing or, or what I'm referring to. So here's the empowerment message. It says, Athena, the Greek goddess of intellect and strategy says, knowledge is power and you are in a perfect position to gain greater clarity at this time. Your hard work is paying off and everything you have learned about life has brought you to this moment in time. Your knowledge, logical choices, and intentions are aligned with divine will. Your intellect is keen and your mind is clear. You know what you have to do. Right now, the world is making sense. You don't have to question or debate it. Okay. Okay, because you heard me do a little kind of like sarcastic giggle. You don't have to question or debate it. You can take things at face value. If you think it adds up, that's because it does. Have courage. Oh, this is my language. Have courage, my love. Your most precious dreams are within reach. The goddess Athena will help. Oh, I love that message so much. Right? It says, the goddess Athena will help. And um, I will say this. One of the things I noticed with spirituality that has uh, I noticed in religion is the idea that you have to pray to this outside source. I am always going to try to some way propose to you that if you are made in, in, if you believe in it, made in God's image, all of these powers, the intellect, the logic, the um, intentions, right, are within you. And one of the things that I saw when I was in um, Christianity, Landia, right, was um, people... Believe that the locus of control lies outside of themselves, and um, I did a podcast on this a while back. I don't have time to go back into it again today. But when you believe the locus of control is outside of yourself, that's how you get poor Christians. That's how you get poverty mindset. That is how you get lack. That is how you get lifetime alcoholics. That is how you get lifetime people who. Um, don't cultivate themselves and their surroundings to become beautiful things. And so here on the spiritual side, I want to encourage you to, when it says that Athena is here to help you, it's talking about the, the, the things that she embodies. You embody those and we cultivate it, meaning that you feed it, you nurture it, you bring it to light. Right. And so her strengths are, like I mentioned here, knowledge, logical choices, intentions aligned with with um, will, intellect that is keen, mind that is clear. Right. So there's another part here. It says alignment message, which is perfect. I think just given how I, I kind of like prepped you for that. This is perfect because now we're going to go into the alignment message. How do you align yourself? to to cultivate this right and understanding it doesn't lie outside of yourself it is within you and it could be buried or hidden so how do you align yourself with this 
to, to, to leverage this power that lies within you. So it says here, sometimes logic just isn't enough to determine the truth of your situation. And I love it because Age of Aquarius has a lot to do with truth and veracity. Okay? Sometimes logic just isn't enough to determine the truth of your situation. Right now, things don't add up or make sense, so you might find yourself distrustful. And that's funny because didn't you hear me kind of do a sarcastic laugh about when it said, um, right now the world is making sense. That's the empowerment message. And that little laugh that I did means that I'm not in alignment. And this is telling me what I need to get into alignment. And this is talking to the person who, who giggled right along with me and said, nah, things are not making sense. (laughs) It said, right now things don't add up or make sense. So you may find yourself distrustful. Can't make this stuff up. It says ingenuity and curiosity are called for as you face the unknown. I love that. One of the things I've learned to love about myself is my curiosity. I'll be going down rabbit holes, you know, and I allow myself to get bored and tap out. And I allow myself to just go for the rainbow. And I allow myself to twirl into things that fascinate me. And I allow them to pull me in, right? And I have loved that part um, of my divine journey so much. You know, the curiosity, we haven't really talked a lot about, I'm about to run out of time. We haven't really talked a lot about um, the divine child within you and to mother and to father that. But they, they, you know, one of the, my favorite stats is they say that a child can ask almost as much as a thousand questions a day, right? Maybe too many. I can go back and double check the stats. But we used to ask a lot of questions, even if it was, why is this, the sky blue? Well, it's reflecting, you know, the molecules of water in the sky. Why? Well, because da-da-da. Why? Da-da-da be why, right? And so we we forget that we used to be so curious about how things worked and why things happened a certain way, right? And ingenuity is a word that you guys know I don't have time to Google right now, but I'm going to Google it for myself after I get off of here and explore what that means, right? Remember, we are equipping ourselves with all the artillery, artillery, artillery that we need you know when I think of all the bows of arrows that we need in our you know these are different bows curiosity is a bow that you can use Um, ingenuity is going to be another one and I'll I'll probably try to share that with you or I might put the definition in the description because I'm running out of time here okay but the, the, the curiosity of the divine child within you It says, ingenuity and curiosity are called for as you face the unknown. Don't jump to conclusions. All the information has yet to be revealed, and it won't come by force, nor by overthinking and overanalyzing. Oh man, that is so deep. Please take that, and as you're taking your bubble bath tonight, 
in that rose water Epsom salt, softening your skin and doing your manicure and pedicure and using the papaya oil and using the, you know, for your skin and the, the putting in the grapeseed oil in your hair and the rosemary and lavender in your hair to grow your royal crown of beauty, to make it a beautiful, luxurious halo, right? I want you to think about it, not in a way that you overthink your problems, but allow this to feed your soul. And what does it mean, right? Because sometimes I think that the divine feminine part is that part of chaos where we overthink things and we overanalyze, right? Kind of bringing you back to that center of that logic, right? That has order and structure. Excuse me. So it says, all the information has yet to be revealed, and it won't come by force, nor by think overthinking or overanalyzing. I think that's going to play a big role as we study more about Athena. Sometimes you've got to, we've been talking about divine timing and patience and allowing people to show their hand. Okay? It says, Athena offers you the alignment task of releasing any projected story or expectations and accepting that you don't have all the facts needed to make an informed choice. Ask for clarity, remain open and receptive, then wait for the will of the divine to respond. Ooh, that is so healing, I can't even... This is perfect because right now when I'm recording this, like I said, it's just past midnight and stuff like this sends me into the sweetest dreams um, because, it, you know, I talk a little bit about my heart space and sometimes we want to be kind of like Athena and it's cold <laughs> and rigid and shut down and very logical. But in the in the middle of it all, it says, ask for clarity. Remain open and receptive, and then wait for the will of the divine to respond. Okay? This is the correct and most beneficial strategy now. And I love that. That word now, you know, is is very much conditional. And it means that you allow yourself to flow. Right? There's going to be the right time to be open and receptive. Right? But that is the most beneficial strategy now. I can't wait to use my swords, though. One of the things I like about Athena is she likes to use two swords and also a shield and a spear, I believe. So I already told you I'm ready to use these two swords. But for right now, but for right now, this is the correct and most beneficial strategy for now. And the goddess Athena is ever present to help. Okay, so we already kind of talked about what that means. So, y'all, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to be a little bit of a bad girl. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to take the picture of the thumbnail in the morning when I wake up. Um, Or sometimes, like, what will happen? I've been um, pampering myself. So... I've been able to sleep longer and I've been taking my nutrients. So I've been, again, being able to have very restful and serene sleep. Um, absolutely getting my beauty rest. Um, so I sometimes before I was doing this, I would wake up like in a couple of hours and then um, 
when I get up, I would just go take the, the thumbnail, but I, I feel like I might sleep in a little bit. But for those of you who are going to hear this message on Friday, um, if you see the thumbnail, I've up, I'm up and about. Um, but if you don't see it, you might want to just come back and revisit it. But I will absolutely have the thumbnail up. I want to say um, I have to get up and eat, right? So it, you will see it. Just look out for it. And I want you to engage with the, with the, with the thumbnail, right? And I just love the imagery and the pictures. And, you know, I didn't even get a chance to go into all of the colors and, and what some of that can mean. I didn't even get to go into the cutest little owl there. And I do have a message about the symbolism of the owl, according to the consciousness that I have now. But that is your introduction to um, Athena, goddess of wisdom and war. Okay. And we're going to continue to explore her. And like I said, we're going to explore what it means um, in terms of the goddess, or I mean, in terms of the chess and um and the black queen and also lean six sigma lean six sigma is good i think um for political advancement but also if you're going to be an entrepreneur or business person um like i said i already downloaded the book the book is is when i talk about one sword i think like maybe me mastering chess is going to be one sword and then me mastering lean six sigma is going to be the second sword okay um and so we talked a little bit about me sharpening my sword um because i'm finna be ruthless baby i'm gonna be ruthless honey all right so um enjoy your friday leverage the venusian energy pamper yourself love on yourself feed yourself beautiful things um and it's going to lead to beautiful things whatever is within you will radiate into a, a into radiance and beauty right and um that's all i have to say for now take care it has been my pleasure until the next podcast i am your baby oracle peace <laughs>